Hey guys, and welcome to the finale episode of The Batch Report, Bachelor in Paradise. Yay. We made it all the way to the end of the season. We did, last episode. And it was a doozy. Three hours. Three hours. Which we watched no commercials, so it made it two hours and something, but still. Long episode. I can't imagine watching it live with the commercials last night when it was like... What is that, like 9 p.m. until midnight? Yeah. It's tough. All right. Why don't you want to get into it? or? So let's start off by talking about the four couples that were left standing at the beginning of the episode, where they are now, and then we can kind of like delve into some of the reunion drama. Sure. Okay. Nicole and Clay don't make it to the fantasy suites. They break up. Or no, they... Don't go to the fantasy suite together, but they still go to, like, the place where they do the proposals. And she's like, tell me you love me. And he's like, I'm not ready for an engagement right now. Yeah. Like, it's been 16, 17 days. Like, not ready. Let's just date. And she's like, why don't you love me? And uh, that's basically the end of them. And I thought yeah. it was weird that they didn't show their thing at the finale. Because they were both there, and Chris Harrison did have a conversation with them, and then they just didn't show it. Yeah. But I hear that Nicole now has a new boyfriend, and she's really good friends with Clay's ex, Angela. And Clay is still like, I'm not getting engaged to anyone after 16 days. (laughs) Like. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. Well, I mean, that's not really what the show's about. You know, the show's supposed to be about getting engaged. No, I think it's also, like, finding love in general. Like, a lot of the couples that are still together didn't get engaged at the end. They got engaged, like, six months later or a year later or whatever. And I don't think it needs to be, like, an immediate thing. But, of course, ABC does love the ratings that they get for having the engagements live. Yeah, and they want them to get married on TV. So, let's talk about Hannah and Dylan. Okay. Because they also, you know, they actually made it to Fantasy Suites. And then she's like, oh, the one thing I'm not sure about is, like, I want you to be able to meet my family. And I want to meet your family. Like, that's really important to me. Mm-hmm. But they got engaged anyway without meeting each other's families. But they seem to be doing the best out of Yeah, I think they, the it's pretty um, clear that, that they were going to do well. I don't know if, like, at this point, it's hard to tell if they're going to be together, like, forever because they are so young. Like, this could be a relationship that lasts, like, two or three years and then starts to crumble or... Mm-hmm. But so far, so good. They're cute. Dylan's really happy. I feel like we just didn't see enough of them this season, like, personality-wise, to know anything really about them or their relationship. Because I feel like every time they showed them, it was just them, like, cuddling or making out. And we didn't get much depth. Yeah, I mean, they she talked a little bit about her worries and, like, being burned. But I think that, you know. That's the most she's talked all season, though. Yeah. That they've shown. So. Otherwise, they're kind of, like, boring and, like, predictable couple. Yeah. So then we have Katie and Chris. Katie and Chris. You don't want to share any of your thoughts about the Katie and Chris scenario? No, I want to hear what your thoughts are. Okay, so 
Katie and Chris. I just feel like he should have given Jen Saviano a chance when he was kind of like going back and forth between Jen and Katie when Katie said she wasn't interested anymore. Because when it got to the reunion part, well, they obviously got engaged. And then at the reunion, Katie like didn't have her ring on and was like super dramatic about the whole like, I'm just give and give and give and you don't give anything back to me. I thought watching the show back that I was going to see how like head over heels in love you were with me and I just didn't see it. Which, fun fact, part of the reason they didn't show much of Chris on this season, like during the whole middle of the season, was he got really sick and wasn't allowed to go outside. So he was never on the beach or at the bar with everyone else. So he got less screen time. Uh. But she was all upset. And then they showed the clip of them after that conversation, like backstage or whatever, where he was like, well, you got exactly what you wanted, like, out of this. Like, you did what you wanted to do. I feel blindsided. Like, I think it was the inappropriate place and time to have that conversation. And the fact that she had obviously talked to the producers about it and given her ring to them to hold on to and, like, that whole thing. Like, she set him up in that scenario. Mm-hmm. And that makes me think that there's no possible way that they're going to last. Well, yeah, I think that she's just doesn't know what she wants and she's addicted to the attention of like people. So like she is with him because like everyone wants to see a couple formed. So she gets off on the attention and when she realized like she was going to go off the island, like she just like would do anything to stay on the island and get that attention. And like to it's be a, one it's of like, the people at the end who gets the engagement and the happy ending. It's like addict. Like, it's like act, act behavior. And then like that whole thing with the ring, it's like very dramatic. And like, again, she's hasn't really been in the spotlight because, you know, she's not in it for the right reasons, it seems. And she says that she's empty, but it's like, you know, like, you're not that compatible with him, and you swayed his opinion toward you, so... Well, and then when he was, like, and we're both moving at completely different speeds, like, she wants to go, 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 like, push forward in their relationship, and he's like, I take a little bit longer to open up and to get there, like... It's yeah, I don't too- even know what that is all about, honestly, because... Well, like- I have a feeling that she's probably like, let's start planning our wedding, let's, like, do a TV wedding, let's do this thing, and he's probably, like, like, still in the dating phase of it, like getting to know each other outside of the show and i think she's probably like let's move in let's do these like she's ready to get going on the relationship and once she that might be forcing him, something that's not there too well that's what i'm saying is she's ready to just like delve into that and he's still trying to like feel it out and figure out what's there yeah i don't even think she's ready i think she, like i said she doesn't know what she wants she just wants a continuum a continuous amount of attention yeah so The last of the four couples that were left are Demi and Christian, which I felt like their storyline in the first half of the show was relatively boring. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, they go to the fantasy suite. They love each other. And then Demi proposes. It was like cute, but nothing too exciting. And then during the reunion, Christian then proposes to Demi, which was really nice. And then the roses fell and it was. Good times. I don't know if they'll be together long term. I'd like to wish them luck and hope that it works out. 
but she is still so young I think it's difficult to like accurately predict that and where she's going to be because I think she's still finding herself as a person mm-hmm. and I think Christian kind of has herself figured out already for the most part so yeah Andrew's quite the wordy wordy guy well I didn't know if you were going to go on to the next one or you're going to ask me my opinion Okay. Well, I guess we will then talk about the Blake and Kaylin drama. Mm-hmm. How did you feel about that whole scenario? Because they really ganged up on him about releasing those text messages. I mean, honestly, it just seems like they're blowing you way out of proportion. The one thing that annoyed me is Kaylin's like, you slut shamed me by releasing those text messages. And then he was like, well, you lied about the scenario and made me look like a person who, like, coerced you into having sex and, like, manipulated you and told you you were a mistake when none of that happened. Like, Like, she she made him look like a horrible guy that no one would want to be around. Mm -hmm. When in reality, she's the one who instigated that. And then when he calls her out for it, she says it's slut shaming. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's an equivalent. You know, that she's done to him, so... And it's like, in he get, he's been slammed this entire season. Like, he's been slut-shamed, yeah. in a sense, this entire time. So it's like, I don't know. I was Team Blake in that scenario, or in that, like, argument. I mean, he's still really young, and, like, she's act, she acts so young. Like she Well, acts she like, she's, what, 23, 24, and he's 30. Yeah, she acts really young, and he is really young, so it's like they're both kind of like just make for a bad relationship. So one material. thing one thing that was said during the reunion that they didn't show is Kaylin, I guess, said something along the lines of this is the most violated I've ever felt in my entire life. Like having those text messages released. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, you had said that you were sexually assaulted. Like she had said that on live, like TV during mm-hmm. Colton's season. And he's like, so are you telling me that this is worse than like being sexually assaulted? And I guess Dean flipped out yeah. and was like, you can't say that to her. And it's like, well, I feel like Kaylin is just always playing the victim. So it's like, I do feel bad that she was sexually assaulted and that whole scenario. But I like for her to put him releasing those text messages in the same like place as that and be like, oh, this is even worse or this is the same. Like, it's not the same. And you sent those messages. Mm-hmm. It's not like he forced you to send those messages. Do you think that she and Dean will be together for a long time? I have a feeling they'll probably date like six months to a year and they'll be done. Yeah. Because I think eventually she is going to want to like settle down. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's going to be ready for that. Unless she accidentally gets pregnant and then who knows. Mm-hmm. Because I could see that scenario happening. Okay. Moving on. They briefly touched on Connor and Whitney. Because last week we saw Connor be like, oh, I've been waiting for Whitney. And then he leaves and then Whitney shows up goes to his hotel so i guess they're still dating Mm -hmm. but i feel like i wish they had touched on that just a little bit more 
Well, I don't think Because it was like in such passing and it was like, why wouldn't the Bachelor franchise want to capitalize on that relationship? Well, I mean, it could be lots of different reasons. Like maybe their relationship isn't that strong. Maybe they just have seen each other a few times. It doesn't sound like he was like... I know they went to a wedding together last week Mm. or the week before, but okay. Last couple I want to talk about. I'm sure you know who I'm thinking of. Mm -hmm. JPJ and Tasia. Mm -hmm. And we actually get to see inside of JPJ's house, which is pretty fun because like, I'm always curious, but I don't know if that was his house or his parents' house, but either way, um, they had broken up last week and then she showed up to his house in Maryland and was like, I want you back. I'm going to fight for you. And it was just like, it was kind of like the Katie scenario where I feel like it was all for the drama and all for the, like, to be on camera. And I actually feel bad because it put him like in an awkward position, which yes, he wanted, or he at least said he wanted to get back together with her and seemed excited about it. But it's like you're coming into someone's house with cameras and then expecting them to act a certain way and to have a specific response yeah i mean it just seemed like you never know what you got until it's gone type of scenario with her and then it's like okay but does she but does she really care about jpj or did she like the attention she was getting online for her relationship with jpj because she saw how much attention he's been getting this season and how much people love him i don't know i guess you'd have to ask her that because i feel like it's like her gaining clout by, like, being associated with him. Yeah, I mean, she put him in a situation or in a circumstance where it would be very hard for him to say that he wasn't happy to see her. So, I don't know. I Which, feel like she would never have gone, like, you would never just go to someone's house like that unless you had a camera crew. Like, you wouldn't just show up like at why, your ex's house. Like, normally you, know? you would just call them or text them and Somebody's say, hey, can we meet to. up? Like, like, how did she even get his address? You the know? producers, I'm sure. Exactly. So it's almost kind of like a violation in my perspective. But Okay. Last thing to talk about from this crazy episode. Peter is the new Bachelor, mm-hmm. which I think we actually mentioned last week, which was a spoiler. But... They've released all of his new, like, the contestants for his season already. And there's already a lot of drama surrounding the people that they've chosen. So I'm wondering if there's going to be a few people we don't actually end up getting to see because the producers may nix them beforehand. Or if the producers are going to keep them on just because it'll cause more drama. What kind of drama? Well, there's one girl who just got divorced very recently because she wanted to um, live her 20s to the fullest. Mm Mm-hmm. And was like, I don't want to be tied down. I need to, like, live my life in my 20s to the fullest. So she got divorced and now was on The Bachelor. And had made her boyfriend spend tons of money to help her become a fashion blogger or, like, Instagram blogger or whatever. And then quit because she wasn't getting enough likes or follows. (laughs) And, like, all this weird stuff. Like, she's been trying to get popularity. And then there's a girl who went shopping for dresses for the show and then was, like, completely rude to every single person shopping there in the salespeople and like, uh, so i think there's just going to be a lot of really strong personalities and i think there's going to be a lot of people there that cause drama just so they can gain an instagram following yeah which i hear part of the reason they chose peter is because he's not really active on social media yeah and in this day and age 
on The Bachelor, I feel like it's become all about social media and gaining a following and like making Bachelor Nation stuff their career. Sure. So while I feel like Peter is kind of boring, I am interested to see the season. And I hope he does find someone because. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm all for happy endings. So. Mm -hmm. All right. I guess that concludes our. But we will be still doing an episode every week, and we are going to start watching The Bachelor seasons from other countries like Australia and South Africa, and then doing weekly podcasts about those. So if you are interested in learning more about those, like other country seasons, or you just want to tune in and listen to us talk, we'll be back next week on The Batch Report. All right. Until next time.